Hi, fellow Ambazonians. I want to thank you for joining me on this PAHD podcast. This is the very first podcast of this episode, and I want to introduce you to Ambazonians in Diaspora. There has been a, a lot of blame on Ambazonians in Diaspora that they are not doing enough to support the Ambazonian cause. We are accused of corruption, usurping powers, fighting for powers, and causing division. And I agree with it. But I want to explain to you the importance of those that are here in the diaspora. And I will also explain to you why we have problems. You see, in every revolution, there are responsibilities. Those that have guns have their responsibilities. Those that have money have their responsibilities. Those that are well-educated have their own responsibility. When you are fighting war, you have to master your resources. You have to organize your resources in a way that you know who brings what to the table. If you know that there are people that can contribute money, then you organize those people, a list of those people, and those are the people that you're going to focus on to get money. If you know that there are people that can provide just food, these are the groups of people that you're going to focus on so that you ask only food from them because that's what you know they're going to provide. If you know that there are people that are going to support you with manpower, can go out and back you up and do certain things physically, then these people, you make a list of them and target them to do just that. If you know people that can provide quality services and charity, then you organize these people just for that purpose. It doesn't make any sense to put everybody in the same basket, people who can provide money, people who can provide resources, people who can provide uh, manpower, and you bundle them and begin to ask everyone for money. You will end up not having a lot done. People on ground zero have their responsibilities. Young people do not have money. Young people in ground zero do not have money, but they have the will to defend the people. And so leaders will use their will and will not ask them for money because they have nothing to offer. Their will is what they have to offer. Their skills, their manpower, their ability, their bravery is what they have to offer. That's what those leaders will ask from them. And if you ask that from those young people, you will get more than enough to carry a course through. On Ground Zero, we have women. There are some women who have resources. There are some women who don't have resources. There are some women who have knowledge. And there are others that do have knowledge. 
you have to group these people and focus on finding out what they can provide within their means without stress or with little stress. This way, we bring these women together to just do that. Let them meet just those objectives. Then we have men that have money. These men, we have to organize them and it's just money we ask from them. And if they have another means to include other things, then we can. Then we also have men who have nothing. They don't have money but wisdom, but knowledge, but power to provide. Maybe some of these men, they are good in leadership, but they don't have money. These kinds of leaders are leaders that we have to focus on and just make sure they bring their leadership, their manpower and what they have to the table to support the cause. And we look for a variety of people who have different resources, who can provide different resources at their level. That's strategic warfare. When we come to the West in diaspora, we should be looking at people in diaspora who can provide financial resources, intellectual resources, manpower, skills, and other things. If we come in diaspora and just ask everyone for money to go buy guns, to go buy amenities and whatever back home, we may end up not really having enough because we are not targeting the right group and the right resources. But if we come to the West and we realize that people are also divided in different categories, there are people that are wealthy, they can spare a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or fifty and twenty. We focus on those people to make sure that we are targeting the right groups and asking them for the right money. We may end up raising a lot of money. There are some people that have connections, but they don't have money. These people, we should focus on seeing how we can harness the power of their connections to help us in various ways to achieve our goals. Then there are people that have skills. They are good social workers. They are doctors. They are nurses and lawyers and all kinds of people who can do different kinds of things and they don't have money to provide. Then we target these people and design programs that they can contribute in these programs that will work for us. I will give an example of myself. I run a television station. I run different kinds of programs that could be very effective and be helpful. And if Ambazonians contact me, instead of asking for money, they are asking for the kinds of tools that I have, that I can supply those tools, and those tools can be very helpful in the revolution, then it will be convenient for me to supply those tools so that they can be used. If they come to me and instead asking for money, which I don't have, and then they will end up not having even the tools I have and not having the money too, because that's what they expected. I have had so many people call me and they're asking me for money and different things. And when I look behind, I see that if I give my money, it may not end up where I want it to end. I shrink. I don't give because of past experience. But if they could ask for mass communication tools, they could ask for a radio, a television, programs, interviews, 
and different things that involve the mass media that I can bring to the table to push it forward so that people on the ground can have tools to communicate. I can be able to do that. If people come to me and asking for uh, human rights activities, organizations, and places in America that can assist them, I can be like a resource center where I can pull those resources together to give them to function for them. If we are looking for social workers that can help people back in Amazonia who are suffering, I can provide a myriad of all kinds of people with skills. But if you come to ask for money, then you may not get that. These are the kinds of things that we supposed to be doing that will help us really bring all the resources together and money, put them in place for us to achieve our goals. Ambazonians, Cameroonians, whether they are at home or they are in the diaspora, need to be organized in this way so that those who have the various means should be able to bring those means and we bring them together to achieve our goals. Here in diaspora, some people have money, some don't. We should not sit back home and think that everyone here has money. We don't understand how much people go through, what pain they go through to make money. And so some people don't have that money to provide, but they have different tools, different resources and connections. Connection is a key. Connection is a key. Ambazonians out here may have lots of connections. Connections is a key. We should focus on that and also focus on people who can provide money. If everybody cannot provide money, that's fine. What can you provide? That's the question. When you pick up your phone to call somebody that you want to contribute, ask the person, please, we have this need. We are fighting back home. There is this problems and that problem. And we need this, 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 this and that. How can you support us? Don't just ask the person and say, we have war in Cameroon, we want you to give money. No, that's rude. That's not calculated. We just think everyone out here has money. No, some people have resources. Some people have money. Some people have people. Some people have skills. Some people have professionals that we can use. If we can find out what, who has, and then think of how to use it and make sure those people get involved, then we'll be heading somewhere. We will see people come out to put their resources. I can raise a lot of funds. I can rally Americans together to support the young people back home. I can rally social workers to help deal with the social problems back home, even during this situation. I can rally organizations that are charitable organizations that can go out there and help in medication and food and health and whatever. But if Ambazonians are asking from me the wrong things, then I will not be able to open up and provide these opportunities I have. When we talk of diasporas being corrupt and not contributing back home, we should not expect them to leave here to go to ground zero to go shoot guns and fight. We should not expect them to just give money because not all of them have money. 
but we can expect that they can contribute in various ways. Then we list out those ways and send it out here and ask people where they can fit in. When we do this, we will find all diasporas contributing to our struggle. What I'm saying is very pertinent. If we want all diasporans to support us, then we should make a list of the needs back home. Make a list of all of them. And that's what I've been trying to do here. We need people to support us. We need social workers to support us. We need doctors to support us. We need charitable organizations to support us. We need money to buy things. We need all kinds of services. We need people out here that will be lobbying for us. We need lawyers, we need judges, we need doctors, we need activists, and these people are everywhere. If we don't have the list, we'll ask for money from everybody. And everyone is skeptical when you ask them for money and they know that maybe the money may be well used or not. If you ask money from me, you will never have it. Because I know we are all corrupt. I don't want somebody to take my money and use it for something else instead of using it for the revolution. I don't want to give my money to somebody who will go and buy guns. If you ask me the truth about guns, I want to see those guns gone. But how do guns go when people are dying? We have to strategize how to deal with that issue. I'm a mentor. I'm a trainer. I'm a mindfulness teacher. I can provide my skills for people to survive. I can provide education for people to know what to do with their lives in times of things like this. And that's what I am willing to provide at every level. I can provide communication tools like the radio, like the television, like websites, servers, and many more things. I don't think if I have these tools to provide to you, then you instead ask for money from me, then I will leave those things and provide money. I will have to go struggle to make money to provide them. But if you ask for things like radio, communication tools, social media things, those are things that I can rally people to provide to you and it's only gonna cost you. If you want radio in every village in Ambazonia, I can provide people that can provide. It. But when you ask for money, I don't have any money to give anybody. There are many people like me. What about skills? You want administrative skills? What kind of skill you ever want for any administration? I can provide it. I've been an administrator for a very long time. I know so many people that can support. Even if I don't, I can give them to support. So my skills can be of service. I may not be a leader, but I can be someone who can provide all the services, the kinds of services you need. Here in diaspora, there are many people that don't really want to spend money because it's hard to make money here, talk less of the bills we have. But if we know people who can provide us with lists of their friends who are social workers and different kinds of tools, we will be able to use lots of services that people in diaspora have. We need to understand that People in diaspora are not different from people in ground zero. The fact that they left our home and came here doesn't mean that they change a lot. When they come here, they live in the same town. They live together. 
and they still practice the same things they practice home, in, even though it's a little bit different. Many of us are corrupt. Pobia has been there for more than 50 years, and we know him as a very corrupt person. He corrupted most of us. He corrupted our parents. He corrupted the young ones. He corrupted everyone. That corruption is also carried from home right to here and Europe and everywhere. And they practice it. So when you have a problem like the one you have, most of these people want to exploit it and use the opportunity to make money. And that's why you find leaders forcing themselves on you because they haven't changed a lot. How do you solve that problem? Ambazonians are very good at looking at somebody from physical point of view or somebody's pocket to give them positions. When you give a rich man position, you are causing more problems to yourself because the person doesn't care about you and care about money and position. And you gave it to him because of that. When you look at somebody who dresses well or talks very well or have a high education and you think that is a person who's going to solve your problem, you just made a mistake. The person who can solve your problem is a person who has a heart for you. The person who cares about you. The person who thinks more of you rather than thinking of power, rather than thinking of money, rather than thinking of his own position. How do you choose a leader? You look for somebody who is humble. Somebody who is gentle. Somebody who is meek. Somebody who cares about you and care about what you are trying to achieve. Not somebody who dresses very well and comes and imposes himself to you and say, I can do this. We have to do this my way and that way and begin to force people. When you choose those kinds of leaders and put them in your courses, they will ruin the course. Or when they get power, they don't want to lead it. We have to draw our ears and understand that here in diaspora, there are unscrupulous people. Some of them left home with corruption. When they came here, they refined it and became much more corrupt, much more subtle, and look like saints and angels. They are not saints and angels. They look that way so that they can dupe you. That's why you find the leadership in all these parties and these factions going on in Ground Zero and sponsored by people here because they are corrupt. They didn't stop the corruption from home. They brought it with them. I know how much I fought to stay out of corruption because I left home before Pobia contaminated everything. And when I came here, I did not stay among Cameroonians. I was fortunate that when I came here, I stayed with white people. I stayed in a white community throughout where you don't even have black people. There is no way to inter interact with any black person. And that can give you a reason why I'm a director I've been a director for so long and I've, I'm running a television station in this America in a white dominated community because I grew up, I learned from them. They helped me to understand the stakes and to understand what to do and how to do it. And so I don't care about money. I don't care about power. I have enough of it. I don't care about corruption because when I look at Ambazonians, I'm looking at people they need help. I need somebody to help them rather than exploit them. When I see the leaders trying to manipulate you, trying to pressurize you, trying to make you become wicked, trying to make you to kill more people, trying to make you to become more frustrated, it frustrates me because that's destroying your life. And they do it because of the kinds of leadership Paul Bia has introduced to them. That we think we have to be corrupt. 
we have to impose on others. We have to cheat. We have to force our ways. And when we do that, we divide. We separate. And so the leadership is scattered. If we want to choose leaders and we decide to look at skill in the first place, what kind of leader want to choose? A leader who has a lot of experience. And not early experience, good education, good morals, well brought up, somebody who is not going to lie to us. When you have leaders who have been telling you lies, leaders who impose themselves on you, you have to get rid of them. Look for leaders who do not impose themselves on you. Look for leaders who care about you, who told you the truth from day one, who care about the cause, who will give up their powers so that you can have your way and have the cause. These are the kinds of leaders that we're supposed to be depending on. Not people who have money, not people who travel to white man country, not people who think they are doctors, they are pastors and fool us and then we depend on them and only to be disappointed more. Leaders who fight each other, you don't want to make them your leaders. Leaders who struggle to bring everyone together rather than sabotaging them. Leaders who are bent on seeing that people are united, even with their differences, they want to see them succeed. Those are the kinds of leaders you should work with. That's what Ambazinians need. And to conclude, in a guerrilla warfare, it can go for 10 years. You should be prepared that what you are facing can go for a very long time. Leaders will come and go. Some of these leaders who are imposing themselves on you, they will fall on the wayside. So when you are supporting leaders, you may end up having disappointment because the leader may disappoint you or the leader may be compromised or may compromise or may fall out. What you should focus on is the cause. There is a cause to pursue. Look at that cause and focus on the cause. Do what it takes for the cause and not for a leader. I have told many young people about this. People who die behind those leaders who send them to go fight and hurt others should stop. If you are for Ambazonia, you should be for Ambazonia. If you are not for Ambazonia, you should not be for Ambazonia. It's that simple. But do not die for leaders. Die for your people. Die for a cause. And sit down and study the cause you are following. See where the cause is going and stick on it. This course may go for a very long time. Get yourself ready. Follow leaders who train you, leaders who inform you, leaders who educate you, leaders who don't see you want to go astray, but they are constantly educating everyone on what to do. Leaders who empathize. A leader who is not empathizing is not a leader, no matter what intelligence the leader has. A leader who is just good at shooting and killing and organizing people good kill. He will do that, but when that leader takes over power, you are in trouble because that's the same thing he's going to do to you. So look for leaders who are compassionate, leaders who care about you, leaders who care about the cause, leaders who are taking every step to be careful that not a lot of people are killed, but they, the job is done efficiently. Leaders who have a heart, leaders who are willing to bring other leaders together so that we can collaborate and do things. 
any leader who is sabotaging another leader, don't vote for that leader, don't even support him. He is destroying the cause. And lastly, I am not here to sabotage anybody, whether they are leaders or the cause. I am here to make sure that this cause succeeds, that we have our independence, nothing more, nothing less. And you should know I don't believe in Paul Bia and whatever game he is playing, I don't trust him. I don't believe in him. He has given me reason for 38 years not to ever sit and waste my time thinking that his dialogue or anything he's organizing works. It will not work. And for those who think that this course may fail, no, this course is not going to fail because there are many ambassadors who are determined. There are many of us who are on the ground working to make sure that things work. And those leaders who are causing confusion, they will not be there for long. We are rising and the course will continue. I love you and I decree a good thing upon your life and that the rest of your days be blessed. Stay on the course and trust that everything is working. For your diasporans, please, you cannot succeed without diaspora. Diaspora cannot succeed without ground zero. We need unity. All of us need to be together. Love 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 unity is what we need i love you and i decree a good thing upon your life so that the rest of your days be blessed